0: there lived a clever dog who was also a dragon.
1: See the intangible through the tangible with wedding dresses.
0: Ellie, you want to break down what
1: that means? I desperately do. Yes. So tangible is something that we can see in the archaeological culture, like in, in, in the things that we dig up from the ground, they're things that we can literally put our hands on and yep. go, this is a thing.
0: So you can touch it, you can yes, feel it, you can
1: touch it, you can feel it, you, you can, can see it. it. The intangible refers to things that we can't see. But things that we experience, things that we feel, like emotions, like relationships and connections, like religion, things like that. We can see physical evidence of it, mm. but we can't see it. It. The idea you know? of it. Yeah. So,
0: to put this into the context of what we talk about every week, the tangible is a physical garment. Yeah. A physical thing. Yeah. The garments I'm wearing right now. Yeah. Yeah. And the intangible is the reason why i chose them
1: yes the intangible is the idea behind them yeah And and so we thought we would explore this idea of how you can see the intangible through the tangible with wedding dresses
0: yes i'm very excited
1: because wedding dresses are the ultimate tangible symbol of an intangible thing a relationship now obviously depends what Kind of definition you're looking at for a wedding, what kind of relationship that is, but it's a relationship nonetheless. It is,
0: it is. And historically speaking, we have seen a massive change and a massive shift in what weddings, but particularly the clothes we wear at weddings, mean, yeah. do for us, say, um, because historically the wedding has been a business transaction.
1: Yeah, definitely, big time. I mean, people were, especially women, were money.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Cha-ching. Cha-ching, yeah, Not anymore. Don't get your hopes up, boys.
0: (laughs) And also now we see a complete redefinition of marriage between two people. Yeah. It's no longer marriage is between a man and a woman. It has broadened into the beautiful rainbow that is our emerging society that we see now. But wedding dresses, Mm. I have a particular... uh, close relationship with wedding dresses I love how
1: you're not saying your particular (laughs) feelings towards wedding
0: dresses so um for all of you playing alone at home I worked in bridal for about six months after I graduated university and so I worked at a couture bridal boutique in in Sydney and I learned so much in my six months there and I still I still how much
1: were the dresses they
0: were anywhere between three to twenty thousand dollars. That's a car. It is a car. And, and that's,
1: that's not a second hand car either. That's, that's like an actual that's a, car that's
0: car. A new car. And it was fascinating because I really saw the impact that this idea of a fantasy wedding dress or like the the idea of the wedding dress culturally, I saw it just come to a head completely. Where I would talk to women about what they wanted to feel like walking down the aisle. I would talk to them about what they wanted, what their their dream was for it, but also they would often be so specific. They were like, oh, I really want a white wedding dress and I want it to be really traditional and I want it to feel exactly this way. And others would be like, no, I want to go away from this traditional look.
1: So it really is the physical embodiment. Of the intangible. Exactly. Of their ideas, all of their dreams, since they were children. Oh man. You grow up. I mean, how many of us got married at like the age of five oh. to our best friends? Yeah. I actually officiated a lot of those weddings. Of course you did. <laughs> yeah. I None had of a them lot of have weddings. filed for divorce yet. Good for you. Yeah, Here I know. You Look at me. I have 100% success rate. Wow. Hire her, everyone, yeah. as your officiate.
0: However, what I also really find found interesting about working in that industry for the short time that I did is like A, the the wealth that was present in, you know, that particular realm was yeah. Incredible.
1: It's like twenty thousand dollars for a wedding dress. For
0: a dress you wear once.
1: And do they do they even like is that a big deal?
0: Well that that's the thing. For some of them, yeah. For some of them they were saving for months and months and months and months for this one dress. And it was fascinating because you saw this whole spectrum of women coming in and really wanting this like this one garment that will symbolise to them this the like, dawning
1: of a new era. Exactly. The happily ever after. The happily ever after. But
0: I went in quite cynical, right? And I was like, oh, that's too much money for a dress, like, oh, you know, the it's it's all superficial. But the idea behind it was still so real and so like beautiful like to watch a woman get into a dress and she was like this is this is the one it was incredibly emotional and beautiful and it was like actually lovely and i saw some really stunning moments where you know these women just like you could tell that oh, for a lot of them this is the first time that they felt like absolutely magical
1: in a garment oh and it's it that's lovely it's lovely and look, whatever whatever we might be able to deduce about capitalism mm. and the state of the patriarchy and certainly female body image and how mm. it relates to the wedding dress industry and that, you know, that's all mm. <laughs> scary times. Yeah. But there is certainly some aspect of this that is, for those people, yeah. really important. And Super I important. we should not invalidate that, I think. Absolutely not.
0: But... I have some stats for you, though.
1: Oh, okay, okay, but okay, okay. Prepare
0: to have your mind blown, everybody, about exactly what the, I guess, uh, financial scale of this industry is now. And okay. we're going to break down the history of yes, the we wedding will. dress and the idea of the wedding dress in a hot minute. But just so you know where we are now, so in 2017, global market value of just wedding dresses, not the whole wedding industry, this is just the dress, was worth $32.5 billion billion dollars.
1: That's that's a lot of money. And it's a lot of dollars. Was forecast,
0: is forecast to reach about forty three point five billion by next year, uh which is twenty twenty two.
1: Oh my god.
0: Which makes that twenty thousand dollar dress seem like not very much. <laughs> it's crazy.
1: It's absolutely
0: insane. The the scale of this industry and how weddings have become such a uh, a canvas for capitalism, if you will.
1: Yeah, well, isn't everything? Yeah, exactly. Isn't everything? I
0: figure if we're gonna go capitalist, may as well do it. In may
1: a as well do it in big a big, pre- big dress. Pi- yeah, that's exactly right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, what?
0: the the this industry is huge. It's absolutely massive.
1: Yeah, it's scary huge. But
0: the idea of a wedding dress
1: is not an old.
0: Well, I like, guess in it has its origins. A very long time ago. Yeah. But the idea of a wedding dress that we know now is realistically not that old.
1: No, not at at all. all. The big white puffy dress, that's like, I'm going to be generous and go 170 years. Yeah. Yeah. And there will be people who go 170 years is old. No, not in the scheme of what we're talking (laughs) about. (laughs) Oh, sweetie.
0: (laughs) Let me take you back.
1: Yes, let's take you back. Well back to... Right back to the beginning.
0: The, I guess, what we have of, that's not saying this is but what, what evidence we have of the first mentioning of a special garment worn by a woman on the day of her wedding. Yep. So this is not to say wedding dress, but it's specific garment for that specific day for the woman to wear.
1: Yeah. And oh, look, a wedding has been done, the joining of two individuals. Ancient. Ancient. ancient.
0: Very, very old.
1: Honestly, I kind of want to know how that started. Who was the first person to be like, Oh yeah, you'll do forever. Like, forever, forever. Really, like, for I know real. you guys are, like, together, but like, but you, like, want to bind that? Yeah. It's truly fascinating. Let's do something fun and stand here and <laughs> everyone else can stand around you yeah. and I'll throw rice on you and... <laughs> well, it's... <that's laughs> right. so glad we didn't do that anymore.
0: Well, it's also really interesting because people think, like, particularly in Christian faith, that the idea of, like, a wedding goes back to the Bible and oh, while so much are, older
1: than that why
0: there are marriages in the bible there's never a ceremony
1: no we we'll never see a ceremony in the we bible. don't that's spicy yeah, so that's, i didn't I thought about that yeah yeah it's really interesting. it's pretty it's pretty roman to be perfectly yeah. honest with you but, but the the dress the dress
0: so the history of this wedding dress dates back to an ancient chinese myth Oh um, so I'm gonna read a a a very shortened version of now. Yes. Okay. Once upon a time in a green and misty county at the centre of the world. Ah yes, there lived a clever dog who was also a dragon. Bear with (laughs) me. Naturally, this dog dragon was unmarried. Because of course this dragon dog named Panhu was the servant of an emperor who was at war with a general. One day, the Emperor proclaimed that any man who could bring him the head of his enemy would be given the hand of his daughter in marriage. Classic. A classic tale. And now, you see, Panhu is a dog dragon, not a man. But he was loyal and courageous, and he promised to become one, become a man, vanquish- upon vanquishing the enemy so he could marry the princess. He succeeded, changed into human form, and was engaged to the Emperor's daughter. To make sure that the union was a lucky one, the empress dressed the princess in a beautiful phoenix dress and phoenix crown. And who carried his bride off into the sunset to live in the southern mountains and they lived happily ever after. And then, when it was time for their own daughter to get married, a real phoenix flew out of a mountain and presented the girl with a colourful phoenix dress all of her own. The end. And this is what some scholars think part of the beginnings of uh, a lot of Asian uh, cultures, the brides wearing red on their wedding day. Uh, That's not to say that that is the reason, but it's potentially some evidence towards why, because red is
1: their lucky colour. You know what I'm going to ask? The dog dragon. (laughs) What was with the dog dragon? (laughs) Look, I don't know. Um... So he's a dog but dragon. he's also a dragon. Look, I'm not entirely sure. Can he change between the two? Is he a hybrid of the two? Listen, I
0: think if you look into this any further, it, it will become incredibly
1: confusing. Okay.
0: But in summary, the idea <laughs> of uh, a special garment to wear on wedding date dates back
1: yeah, centuries. Yeah, it's pretty old.
0: Yes. But it wasn't always a white
1: no, no, it was it was any any old color that you had around. How you want? Quite often rich colors. Yes. Uh golds, silvers. Yeah. And things like that.
0: Historically, cultures have always had different ideas of what colors are right
1: and what for. colors are lucky and yeah. yeah. So like
0: the Romans when they were getting married, the women would wear a yellow veil.
1: Gross. Uh,
0: Hey, I would have a yellow
1: veil uh, because <laughs> you'd have a nice yellow though. You'd have a pretty yellow. How do you know this yellow wasn't nice? Because it was Roman times. Yes, <laughs>
0: but they... you know what
1: they used for dye, yeah, like.
0: <laughs> but they they wore the yellow because it was the color of the flame, and thus brides were like torches, and they brought light and warmth into their husbands' homes. The Athenians had another thing where they wore violet purple robes and that was cinched at the waist which was by a girdle and then the groom loosened it later symbolizing loss of virginity which we still do
1: we still do stuff like that that's disgusting it's not it's
0: not great it's it's a bit yeah
1: whenever i see videos of people doing that on instagram they're like oh it's my wedding and i'm like vomit yeah look. please do not Please cease and desist. But it was a thing. That was the vibe. That was a big thing. It was a big thing. It still is a big thing. And then
0: China was one of the first places where brides were expected to wear a certain colour. So, like, you know, we have all these traditions, but in the Tao dynasty, which was about 3,000 years ago, they were, like, really strict on what people could and couldn't wear, and they said that brides and bridegrooms... Had to wear like these somber black robes with a red trim worn over a visible white under garment. Okay. Look, I'm not. I need. I would have to do a much deeper deep dive into why that was. But then in later dynasties, when the restrictions loosened, you know, by the Tang Dynasty, it was fashionable for brides to wear green and grooms to wear red, and that was in like the seventh century. That's
1: pretty groovy. So
0: we see a whole rainbow. Yeah. Weddings. Were not white.
1: No, no, they were any colour. Any colour you wanted. But now we get to the part
0: where it becomes white dresses.
1: Yeah, and look, we're going to blame this on the British royal family, as I blame most things. Yes. And this, they certainly weren't the the first to wear white at a wedding. Like, we had earlier English princesses and um, Scottish queens. Yeah,
0: so we had Princess Philippa... uh, at her wedding to the scandinavian king eric in 1406 wore, wore a white dress
1: i wish i was there that would have been that would have been really fun there's actually a fun painting of that <gasps> way. i love it that's i love cool. the idea have you seen people do paintings at people's weddings yes it's beautiful I that's love really it. pretty it's very cool i actually was like i'd do that yeah. also the when people get their bouquets like preserved properly mm. i love that as well anyway Whoa! Where did I go? Anyway, so I take you to 1840. It is the wedding of the sovereign queen of the United Kingdom and the Commonwealth, Queen Victoria. And she's getting married to Albert, Prince Bert. Bertie. Mm Mm-hmm. Bertie boy from... he's of Saxe-Coburg-Gotha. And they're getting married. Now, Queen Victoria was quite a short person, which is quite... I mean, that's that's pretty well. Everyone knows she was short. Yeah, which is amazing to me that we still like. Yeah, she was short, even though she died over a hundred years ago. Anyway, she was quite short, and she wanted to stand out at her wedding, so she decided she was going to wear white. Smart. Fair enough. Um, it was a lovely dress, pretty classic for the 1840s. Great hair. She had lovely flowers in her hair. Oh, lovely. Like sort of. I think they were the orange blossoms. They weren't orange. They were like the little white ones. Oh, pretty. They were so pretty. And so she wore white and everyone was like, and now we will do that forevermore. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> they were like, that's super hot. Let's keep going.
1: Let's do that forever. Yeah. And pretty much why I reckon this is, is one, Queen Victoria, huge trendsetter. Like yeah. anything she did, people were coffee. She put a Christmas tree in her house. Bitch, we still have Christmas trees. Yeah. That was her. Go off, Queen Victoria. That was her.
0: So she's a trendsetter and also. Yeah. Oh my goodness, she, yeah. She's building up this fairy tale of yes. marrying somebody that she loves.
1: Now, previously to Prince Albert and Queen Victoria getting married, you didn't really see couples publicly in love. They no. didn't. People didn't really do that. No, and, and you, marriage wasn't. You can it. even see that in Austin. Jane Austen writes about. You know, she would prefer that you marry for wealth yeah, than for love. Like, marry sensibly. And it's great if you can do both. Ideal if you can do both. But, which
0: Vicky D did.
1: Yeah. And that's what she did. Vicky did both. And it started this whole idea of the romantic relationship, the romantic partnership that people started getting invested in. So women would wear white. Not only to imitate her style, but also kind of sort of trying to imitate their relationship. Mm -hmm. They wanted that romantic wedding. They wanted that so they were going to be like them. Be like Mike. Be like Vic. That's what it was. Exactly.
0: At this point, it still wasn't a thing of you wear it once, though.
1: No. And um, actually,
0: Queen Victoria didn't even wear her wedding dress only once. She repurposed her veil.
1: Yes. And when photographs, because photography at this point was not in use when they got married when photographs were introduced they were one of the first people to jump on it and they got wedding pictures done they put back on the clothes that they wore on their wedding day and got wedding pictures done which
0: is so that's very cute cute. very cute
1: they were very cute
0: yeah i mean like we try and forget that they were also cousins so like literally first first cousins guys
1: just so like weird. direct first cousins
0: yeah that that opened up a whole can of uh
1: hemophilia that's <laughs> what it did yeah it literally is why the Romanov family turned to Rasputin I'm not even joking yeah it caused so many problems so many issues and it still does but
0: they were in love so I guess it's no no it's not they fine. were only
1: married for 21 years Yeah, that's quite... Which, realistically, is not... That's not a huge chunk of time. No. Which is kind of sad. Yeah, it is a bit... He he
0: died,
1: 1861, and she was like, Right, well, I guess I'm only going to wear black for 42 years. And so heaps of people copied her. Again, she's a trendsetter. A massive
0: trendsetter. We still
1: find black buttons, like bits of black buttons similar to her stuff, out in the desert in Queensland. Like... That's a whole thesis
0: Yeah oh, Bloody hell Even at this time though The idea of like uh, Like you wear it once mm. You throw it away That didn't happen People No And people still Even though like They were like Yeah white dresses lit
1: I'm sure would... there were some people Who were like Ah uh, I won't wear that again <laughs> Well I'm sure they were
0: But you know That wasn't a financial No Financially viable thing At the time And we didn't really see it Kind of come in Till the 50s Till the 50s Yeah and by the fifties, war was over. Rise of capitalism.
1: Even in the, even in the forties, the thirties and the forties, there was still, they sort of went back on the whole white white dress thing. Mm. There was a whole lot more elopements. Yeah, there was a whole lot more people getting married just in their best dresses because money was tight. Mm. Yeah. Money was real tight. Queen Elizabeth. When she was getting her wedding dress made, she had to save up coupons
0: oh my God, to get I it all done. Love it.
1: And people sent her their coupons. Oh wow! And she was like, "No, I can't take your coupons." Like, because that was that was how they it was during just straight after mm-hmm. the Second World War. She got married in like '47. Yeah. So she saved up all their coupons to get it done. How cute is that? I love that. they were also related phil phil and elizabeth but we we weren't there's a lot of relation
0: but also interesting because i think people they they think about the white dress and they're like ah because the white represents purity
1: yeah and (laughs) no not necessarily i think i think it's become a bit of that now yeah i definitely think that because people interpret it as that it's become that Definitely,
0: but interestingly, we see this idea of white equaling purity or virginity go going back. Oh yeah, huge, big time, hugely back. There's actually this really interesting painting that comes from Babylon, and it's this painting that this guy did. Um, sorry, the the guy who painted it was uh in the eighteen hundreds, but he painted this.
1: Uh, I was I was gonna say. You know, have we found Babylon? No. So he,
0: painted, <laughs> um, he painted a story that was told of, effectively, like a bride market.
1: Fabulous. Yes, so
0: it was told that there was this market in Babylon where all of the young, pretty virgins would be rounded up and they'd be auctioned off to the highest bidder. And in this painting that was painted of that later, uh, they were all wearing white as purity virginity that's probably more to do with the victorian ideals that were happening then but once again interesting how this idea of like a virgin in a white dress getting married has like really permeated our like cultural understandings of wedding
1: yeah i mean even when we do historical adaptions of stories we still get discussions in television shows they're like oh you're not wearing white and it's like yeah. bro that wasn't an even that wasn't even an idea it wasn't
0: even a thing but also to back to my time working in bridal yeah the amount of times where a young woman and her mother would come in right? yeah and they come in and i'm like oh my gosh hello welcome so what kind of dress you want and she's like the bride is like oh you know like i don't necessarily want a super white dress like i want something a bit different a bit fun and the mother is like no you must wear white you must wear white or you will not be pure and it was extraordinary to watch generational ideas of marriage but particularly the dress and ideas of the dress to to move and check. interestingly though when the dads would come
1: with they wouldn't get
0: they did not care they were like go off sis wear that super sparkly dress live your best life (laughs) it was really interesting it's fascinating to see the different because also i think the the idea of the wedding dress now what i see is that it's so much more about everyone else's taste than it is the brides
1: yes people go wedding dress shopping with with their friends, yeah, and it all of a sudden becomes
0: about the friends.
1: About the friends, yeah.
0: PSA, guys, if you don't are, if just, you're getting engaged,
1: don't go wedding dress shopping with you unless you have someone in your life who you know. Yeah, they understand your taste and what you like, but don't go shopping with a whole group of people. Oh man, it no. it's been a nightmare. It is. It
0: 100 is, and also like take a buddy. Don't take your
1: mum. Yeah. Unless your mum's your best friend. In which case, I guess that's okay.
0: But basically, it's become now a real... We're seeing a cultural shift also really about, like, the Instagrammable, <laughs> perfect wedding.
1: Well, I looked up weddings on Instagram.
0: Oh, man. Prior to this.
1: Yes. Because I was like, oh, let's let's see what the vibe is. Yeah. And it's... It's still super traditional. It is. Like it takes me back like two hundred years. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I thought we were past this. No. But weddings still serve as as huge reminders of traditional societal roles. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes people look at all of that, and they go, nah, no,
0: not for me.
1: I'm going to have a party.
0: Yeah, and fair enough, too. And
1: everyone is required to wear a Star Wars costume. Thank you very much. I mean, the, the power themed, you command. Themed weddings are... Wild. Yes, but I kind of want to go to one, <laughs> like, really bad. <laughs> Let's talk iconic wedding dresses. Okay. Think of a wedding dress in history that has really made an impression on you. we
0: we'll see... If you, as soon as you say, think of a wedding dress in history, the dress I think of immediately is Princess Diana's, Mm. because that's a wedding dress. That's the wedding dress. (laughs) The wedding dress that is the (laughs) cultural touchstone of the fairy tale wedding: young girl gets swept up by a prince. The
1: commoner meets the prince. The commoner meets the prince. It's the whole thing. And God,
0: the dress was. Oh man.
1: We were we were looking at it earlier. Um. Honestly, if someone had lit a candle near her... Oh, she'd be a girl. She would be up in flames.
0: That was so synthetic. It wasn't even funny. It was so 80s. It was just like pure 80s. Almost a crime. Glamour. Too
1: many It's,
0: (laughs) But I love it. I loved it. Um, (laughs) It's it's a fantastic reminder of the perpetuating idea of what her specifically, that wedding meant.
1: Like, I mean culturally. I know. We we looked at that wedding and I've heard so many stories of that wedding as being that was the fairy tale. Yeah, that was that the was, ideal. That, that was, was the dream. The and then it turns out that the dream, like many dreams, was fake and a nightmare. Yeah. And I'm like, what a what an ironic but suitable message, moral to that story. Indeed. Poor Diana.
0: What is one of your biggest like culturally Bam!
1: Wedding dress. Um, I have two that I really like: Grace Kelly's. Oh my god, iconic! That girls. was that was a beautiful wedding dress, yes. and Jacqueline Kennedy. <gasps> True. Have you seen her wedding dress? I haven't. It was stunning. She was incredible, and arguably the only reason we remember JFK because she went into. Overdrive after that dude died to Mm. preserve his memory. He was only in office for a little bit over two years. Yeah, but we, you know, we all we all know who JFK is. Yeah,
0: everyone
1: knows. And there were more people who were shot during their presidency that we don't know the name of. Who do we know the names of? Abraham Lincoln and JFK and
0: JFK. I couldn't name you anymore.
1: Yeah, and there, there are more.
0: Oh God,
1: there are more. But we remember because she went into overdrive about how great he was. She was really smart. But she wore this beautiful 50s wedding dress. It was just stunning. Jackie Kennedy was a fashion icon. Off the shoulder.
0: Ah. So, for those who haven't seen a photo, like, I am looking at this photo for the first time. Jackie Kennedy wore a stunning 1950s gown that, to be fair, did resemble a bit like a lace doily. However... She made it cute. I want it. A beautiful <laughs> off-the-shoulder cut A-line. Like, it's it's just exquisite. It's beautiful. And a lovely lace veil. And just a classic picture of sort of that 1950s femininity that, like, they have all come to, you know, know at that time. And I reckon, you know, so many other wedding dresses would have been based off that.
1: Yeah, big time. I mean, that was a big society wedding. Mm-hmm. Because they were two very prominent people in that in the um, New York community. Yes, I'm learning how to do her accent.
0: Fantastic.
1: You say things like um, "Welcome to the White House."
0: <laughs> You've watched that. Movie we've got
1: lots of many art, many and and we've have a collection from the museum, and it's all done by private donations, and and you say things like Boston and. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We've really gone
1: off track here. Do you know Spencer is being done by the same person who did that Jackie film?
0: Oh, then it's going to be fantastic. Yeah,
1: exactly. Because I loved that Jackie film, I loved it a lot. And I'm very excited for Spencer because I also love Diana.
0: Weddings uh, and the tangible and intangible yeah. mean you. What is the idea behind your favorite dress or your, you know, I'm incredible moment? Yeah. moment?
1: And what do you wanna? If you ever got married, because well, you know, weddings are not for everybody. Some no. people like, eh, Don't and much. I respect that. Yeah. But if you ever got married, what do you wear?
0: Yeah. We'd love to know, and you can tell us via email. So you can email us aus at gmail.com or you can send us a message on our instagram which is if close could talk a on the gram yeah
1: and we, if you have got married i just show thought us of that we, show, us, show what us what you, what you wore we'd love i was like wait <laughs> just because we're not married doesn't
0: mean that other people wouldn't be.
1: <laughs> but yes come follow us
0: connect with us we'd love to hear from you yeah and, yeah. Uh, yeah until next time